Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey. Hey, folks, we're back. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're all doing okay. Enjoying the sunshine if you're in uh, the UK. I had to turn off the air conditioner in our office, which makes us sound like an articulated truck. So within about the next 10 minutes, we're going to start sweating profusely. I know, and I'm already sweating because I literally got back from the gym about 15 minutes ago. How was your gym sesh, Hannah Max? My God, it was so hard. Basically, I have not been back to the gym. Well, I've been back to the gym once since this third lockdown that we've had. So I've not really done any weight lifting really for the whole of this year. Mm. And God, it was hard. But the good thing about it is that the trainers at my gym are really good at kind of tailoring to everybody's specific needs or like I think they kind of know that when you go back you feel a little bit nervous or you kind of forgotten certain forms and things so they're very good at kind of coming around and making it a bit more personal to you rather than you're just in a class and you're kind of trying to guess what you're doing you know yeah I got a staph infection ew why do we have to talk about that it's bad enough that I have to rub cream on it I can't reach it to rub cream on it it's a it's basically um, at um uh kind of combat sport gyms you get these things called staph infections which are kind of yeah there's a I, i've tried to google it or youtube it and watch videos about it but it's so complex so there's all these names for these things they make them so complicated um but it's like a kind of a skin infection on my back and it's just it looks like a cut that doesn't heal so i, I put this um, cream on it twice a day it's going now you mean i put the cream on it you twice cream a day on it. yeah yeah i always hate asking you to do that but uh i've been very uh i've been very like yeah. welcoming to putting the cream it's on so your funny because when I, when I first had it I was like oh what is this thing and of course like you go to google and everything just C-word. points to cancer yeah. I'm like oh for god's sake not again <laughs> um and then yeah you're just like okay well, that's it I mean the first staph infection infection I had was a, f- a couple of years ago and I remember going to the doctor being like I've I know what this is it's this type of skin cancer I just really need to know like how long I've got left like, the internet is infection. a beautiful thing but when you start googling health mm. problems or oh, symptoms God. it's it's it can take you into a dark place i learned yeah. that i learned quite early on not to do that and to only ever look at nhs or speak to an actual doctor because it's just not but worth it, the worry don't you think it's so funny how it's anything you could be like oh i've got a slight eye twitch i'm like what, what's that eye twitch where's that from i google it cancer eye cancer eye, eyelid cancer you're like what the hell why does everything point to that why i think it's i think it's what it is there's probably lots of different things but you see that one c word and you're just drawn to it and you're like oh no that's definitely what it is yeah I think maybe. that's it yeah but i'm fine i'm gonna get that um i'm i'm yeah i'm all right uh what else has been going down <laughs> around the hood I've, I've... i have a good book recommendation well actually 
I'm hoping it's a good book recommendation because I'm only halfway through it, but it's quite a beast. It's quite a thick book. It's called City of Girls and it's not something I would normally pick up um, just because I, I think I bought it because my friend said it was good without reading what it was actually about. And it's about a theatre company in 1940s America and like all the characters and all the people that live at the theatre. And it's it's such a good read and it's quite light, um, but there's like a teeny bit of history thrown in there. And it's that there's a different kind of, um, there's like quite a nice selection of different sorts of characters and stories going on. So um, I definitely recommend it if you feel like you need something to kind of, take you away from whatever it is you're doing mm, i find it. reading quite therapeutic when you kind of need a bit of escapism so i'd recommend that one yeah um a good film recommendation we watched the other day which i found called the florida project with william defoe in it it so, was so good no, you, know, you know how much that so film good. cost to make two million dollars it made 11 in the 11 million in the box office isn't that crazy i mean it's, it's very i mean you can see why it wasn't that expensive to make it's a very simple yeah, film yeah. but well, most of that was probably his salary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's such an incredible film. Um, something I'd highly recommend you checking out. It's just such a playful film. And the the mum, I can't remember what her, her name was, the actress, but she was cast, I think, so well. Mm. She, was, she wasn't made out to be this kind of like slightly troubled uh, like mum who, who obviously was uh, some model in her free time. She, they made her quite accurate to a kind of a lost soul. But the film basically follows uh, this little girl who she must be about seven or eight or something, maybe a little bit older. Um, and she lives in a motel with her mum. They're not really supposed to be living there. They're, mm. they're supposed to they kind of have to check out and check back in. Um, and she lives with her mum, who uh, isn't <laughs> not the most wholesome, isn't the most of mums, uh, fit of mums. Um, but yeah, it basically follows the little girl uh, through through her days, and it's just it's really charming and sweet, and like it's just really nice to see a film like that from a child's perspective. Yeah. Um, and he, William, is it William Defoe? Yeah, he plays such a great role in that, particularly mm. at the end. I thought we didn't discuss the end actually because it was past our bedtime. So I was like, quick, turn the lights out, go to sleep. But particularly at the end, I thought, um, I won't spoil the film in case some of you want to go and see it. But there's one scene at the end where I just thought that was done so well on his part. Mm. You can get that on Channel 4, I think, at the moment. We have to endure the adverts, which is a pain in the ass if you're watching it on Channel 4. So I try and get it somewhere else if you can. Make your whole life as an advert. Stop telling people to skip the no, adverts. it's not. Love the adverts, people. No, no. Adverts the good, are great. What we do is we, we humanise adverts. We don't make them awful. <laughs> this is the thing, you know. This is why I think it's so effective, used to be effective, <laughs> for brands to work with us. <laughs> because uh, you you add, like, I don't know, personality to that message rather than just being making an obnoxious advert. Um, uh, but no, it's... Um, I actually hated adverts so much when I was younger that I even investigated creating a device that attaches to the back of a television that knows when the adverts are on and cuts to like um, either music or kind of just like, a, 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 um, you know, like a changing image or it's like a kind of a screensaver kind of look. Um, I was looking into that, but then once you start looking into these things and you realise how much work it is, you soon give up. <laughs> You've given up on your cold water swims, haven't you? No, I've not. I've given up. It's just got very warm out there now. So they've kind of lost the appeal, you know, getting up when it was 
cold and raining outside and there was ice on the windows that was when i loved doing it and now it's so lovely and warm down there it's like getting in a warm bath you know it's almost pointless it doesn't really get the benefits of the uh, cold water immersion that you, you you want over 14 degrees is not really much point I, the only thing i miss about it is just being with the boys and chatting to the guys or mm. just standing there in a river just having a chat about boy stuff i miss that um just to change the subject yeah uh are you aware of any updates for the 21st yet what do you mean a freedom oh, day whatever freedom day yeah they've yeah. kicked it they've they've kicked they've four weeks oh have uh, they? delayed it now by four weeks yeah Aww. Yeah, delayed it by four weeks. I think it's mainly just nightclubs that suffer, I think. I've and been we avoiding the news still. I'm on <laughs> I'm on a news strike. Yeah. I'm like, I'd rather be ignorant. Mm. Um, and then what they'll do after this four weeks is probably try and delay it again and again mm. and again. And yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so surprised that uh, people are, you know, this people have managed to survive this long um, with with these lockdowns like this you know I, I the one thing i'm really happy about though over the whole thing or one thing i'm not happy about but one thing i'm really glad that i did um because you look at all this stuff and think well what's the impact of it what's happened and how can i help and it's like well the the mental health impact is i just I think it's god it must be unprecedented so the the new platform i'm launching has a it weighs heavily onto into mental health and um, connects people with um therapists so you can book a title like an hour with a therapist just for a chat i want i want to destigmify talking to a, th a therapist because if you want to talk to a therapist now you have to go to these therapy websites and they're quite overwhelming all these different options and different things you've got to say oh tick this box for if you're anxious tick it if you're depressed i just want to connect somebody simply to a therapist i think it would be you know just to kind of make, a lot most people don't do it the only reason why a lot of people would see a therapist if they get to right to the end of their tether. I would really like to see a therapist at the moment, but not particularly for any one thing. Um, just because I think it's a really great thing to do to kind of delve into yourself when you don't feel like at rock mm. bottom, when you don't feel like you're drowning, to just talk to someone who's completely impartial doesn't know your family or your friends or like can't really um i don't know to, to to speak to someone who's impartial and it's their job to kind of unpick and mm. offer you methods of like coping with certain situations or kind of coaxing things out of you that you didn't realize need to be coaxed out i just think it's something that everybody should do it's much more of an american thing isn't it really that uh, in terms of the industry is it's far more mm. it's, it's far bigger in america than it is in the uk i think sadly there still is a slight stigma to it out here which i really want to help get rid of because every time i've spoken to one they've always given me something that i've taken away and and ha and used um going forward for the cbt therapist i saw a couple of years ago he said you know when you have these crashes when you hit these um these ebbs then don't stop doing the things that you normally do it tells you to do things that you know when you're in when you're in a depressive bout it says don't go out don't do anything stay at home hibernate don't go to the gym don't see your friends cancel arrangements just isolate but that's the worst thing you can do uh, you need to keep going out there and living your life and then it soon, then you soon turn a corner. And I found that really helped going forward in my life, just in general, mm. whenever I hit a, a, a low point. I like that advice, but I also think that 
there are ways that you can do that, but also be softer with yourself when you do feel mm. like you're going through down periods. Mm. I'm I'm going for a bit of a down period right now. Well, the gym seems to have perked you up a little bit. Yeah, and the two coffees I had. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, the only reason I actually went to the gym is just because I've been feeling a bit shit. Not for any reason, I just, I think... I don't know, it just happens sometimes, doesn't yeah, it? You it does. just feel... But then it's it's one of those things where you quite often don't realise how good you feel until you don't feel that good anymore, which is the annoying thing about it and which is it's kind of an annoying trait of being a human is that you often won't have any gratitude or appreciate where you are unless you've got something to compare it to. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. This is why I need therapist. It's so good to talk to. No, I um I well, one thing I don't like about when you when you have when you have these de- depressive bouts is that they 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 try and teach they try and convince you that this is how you always feel. That's what they mm. do to me. They're like, "Oh, this is how you always feel." And I'm like, "No, I don't." And it's like, "Yeah, you do. This is how you always feel low key. It's just coming out now." Yeah. And I'm like, "Stop telling me that. It's weird how we torture ourselves." Isn't My it? worst thing about these kind of periods of time where I don't feel great are trying to break that little voice inside me that's just really mean to me. The one that's like, you're a shit parent, you're shit at your job, you can't even do this. Like, And even silly, really silly things like I might, I don't know, put a packet of cereal away in a really strange way and then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you're a fucking weirdo, why did you do it like that? Like, I'm just really mean to myself. Mm. Like, really mean to myself. And it's, it's really difficult to go back into your brain and rewire that you have to work really hard to and I don't really know necessarily even where that stems from I'm guess I'm guessing lots of people have that either low-key or like quite badly and I do think it's related to confidence as well but I don't I would like to know where that comes from in order to be able to rewire properly because I feel like I I try to but I don't really know what I'm doing you know Mm. I wonder where I wonder if it does come from any particular thing Mm. I wonder if that does derive from something. It'd be interesting to know, like, would that be um, an I bet if I went to a psychologist, they'd be like, well, it's daddy issues. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably, I've probably got mum issues because every time I put the cereal back, I just think, God, I did that so perfectly. (laughs) Yeah, you're like the opposite. I'm so talented. It's got from an an Irish mum who uh, who I grew up with telling me that I was incredible at everything I did, no matter what. (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe you only got 13% on that. Amazing that you got such a low score. <laughs> you must have tried really hard to not do very it's well It's funny though, because it's not like, I don't feel like I need somebody else to praise me or tell me that I'm doing well. I don't feel like I need that at all. I feel like I need me to do that to myself. Like I want to feel like I've done something to the best of my ability or that I've, uh, that if I do something weird, then it's fine to be do things a bit weird like it doesn't matter you know yeah I feel like I'm always so harsh on myself and I've had people say that to me recently like in meetings and stuff people would be like why are you being so harsh to yourself and I'm like oh I didn't Mm. realize I did it so overtly I thought it was just all in my head yeah Uh, um yeah um I don't know if this is a controversial thing to say but I think some people could do with being a little bit more harsh with themselves (laughs) if you know what I mean yeah maybe sometimes you look at stuff and you're thinking god no no 
<laughs> like I suppose I do it with myself every time I watch back a video I'm like no what yeah but I everybody doing? does that if, if anyone ever like sees themselves in a photograph or records themselves in a video or mm. listens back to their own voice it's always like oh so no. we should talk, we should probably talk about that actually our um our new plan for the channel um uh we 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 have this amazing person who we're speaking to at the moment uh called Laura and she um we we kind of I worked with her actually when she used to work for Canon and she is super talented she's I always I always kept in contact with her and then she started to do social what's it called social strategist she's a social strategist, she's a strategist. so you start so you sit with her and you talk about what you're doing what you want to do what you aren't doing what you should be doing you talk about everything she just looks at you from a, an outsider looking in and and tells you looks at your stats looks at your numbers looks at everything says this is working this isn't this is who's watching this is who, when they're dropping off she's she does all the stuff that we as creators don't really want to do or like doing or all the stuff that I don't even know yeah. how to do. Like, uh, yes, I actually had a meeting with her yesterday. It was like three hours long and we mm. like scratched the surface. Yeah. It's so interesting though for me because mm. I'm like, I have always kind of just put things up because I liked them or mm. like I'm quite sporadic and I don't really have any kind of routine or anything. Um, and I think that doesn't help with like just feeling like, cluttered and unorganized so to have somebody come along he's like what you're doing is great but you could do this 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 and this and you mm. can do that right now it's mm. it's amazing for someone who doesn't have the mentality to do that for themselves yeah yeah you're right and so she's looked at three different things for us she's looking at you well, she's looking across the board all the different things she might even look at this podcast who knows but uh want feed uh your yoga and the mitch axe channel are the three things that we've uh, we've chatted to her to her about at the moment i'm also because she's so good I'm, I'm putting her onto the new want feed as a verified store so she can offer anyone else who has a company mm. or a business or uh, who just needs some uh, strategist to come along and, and help them out she's because mm. she's so good so anyway so she's uh looked into all of our youtube stuff and i've sort of explained to her how it's becoming too difficult for us financially to keep making the videos week after week so we have to stop but we still want to make the videos but we we can't we have to kind of focus on where we can with other uh, platforms that that can make us enough money to pay our bills so she was looking at what we were doing what works what doesn't and she and we've kind of she come up with an idea between us of breaking the videos breaking them down into three things so doing three uploads a month right right now it's about one a month doing three a month uh, one is like a sit down talking video about something like how having a kid changes your relationship. So it's like more of a kind of conversational piece video. So one of them is, it could be like how, what, one I'm writing at the moment, it's like what it's like moving from a city like London out to the country. So what you expect, what you don't expect, that, those big kind of life changing things and how you're kind of going into those and deep diving into those. So that's one type of video. The other one is going to be like a guides video. So like a guide to Bath, a guide to London, a guide to uh, Greece, a guide to whatever it is, a, just a guide to particular places. And the third type is the more creatively led ones, which are just kind of the storytelling and the, the sort of oh, travel videos, storytelling, that kind of stuff. You know, the ones that are just kind of current on the site, the, the existing ones that we get to do every now and again. So I think that I think I think that's uh, going to really help us out. I think sometimes it just takes an outsider to kind of look at what you're doing mm. with a fresh perspective and, and just be and just be able to pull out certain things that you're already yeah. doing but you're kind of doing within something else so to, to, to pull that out and make it a video mm. of its own rather than having it embedded in a vlog yeah it's, it's just so much easier to produce it's actually for an audience it's more palatable to to click on a video that's maybe like 10 minutes mm. long where you're talking about a specific 
subject that they might be interested in. They're more evergreen, as they say, so they last a lot longer. Yeah. So they're not just something people watch over a month or two. Your plant is not like in this room right now. Oh, no, it's, it's not. All I bought a new plant. It's wilting and dying. You might have to should take I, it down and rescue it. But no keeping it if you take it down. Then I know. I'm, like, I'm like, yes, I'll take it down to my office. Yeah. My office is really good because it's like shaded and I have a watering can in there. So I'm I, every time I go in there, I water my plants. Yeah, you can have it back for a temporarily. Okay. I, okay, that's fine. I don't have room to keep it. I just don't want it to die because it's a nice plant. Mm. So anyway, just uh, just a bit more bore you to death with a bit more want feed stuff because I'm very excited about this and it's all I'm thinking about. It's I go to bed thinking about it. I wake up thinking about it. But I have had... Uh, do you sigh as if like... Oh, it's just breathing. Okay. I thought it was a big. Not one. allowed oh, to breathe anymore. We, um, we had 180. Not allowed to breathe in my own house. 182 applications. I I had to, I got those down. We can't. Um, obviously, I have to look at each individual one, and uh, assess them and see how much work it's going to be to onboard them. And then I've got that down to about 99. So we're going to onboard. We're going to launch with 99 partners. We're going to email them all in the next day or two. Let them know how to set themselves up. Once they're on, once they're all on board, and then a few more tweaks are done on the site, we're going to go live. And I've got to do a big PR campaign, a big promotional push. I've got to do loads of stuff to get this thing out there. Um, I'm going to really, uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm re I really believe in this. It's it's like a, it's like kind of it's it's so exciting to have something that everyone or like our whole community is benefiting from. Mm. We've got some great therapists on there too. I think know? that's what I like about it is that compared to what it was before, where it was just sort of selling products mm. now you're kind of championing championing <laughs> i can't say that word um you're helping out individual like people and independent businesses yeah. and it's more of a like a community thing rather than just like peddling out oh she's wearing this dress i'm gonna go buy that dress you know like it's yeah. actually helping and providing services that people want yeah. to to learn things mm. or to be able to to have a therapist or to help them with their work and like it's actually beneficial for everybody involved it's like yeah you're helping somebody get more customers for their business the customers are finding better services mm -hmm. through you and and getting more traction because we're doing a lot of the marketing yeah so like, yeah yeah so we've got every i mean it's so broad we've got a, you know a, onboarding a pick and mix company who do like pick and mix right across to you know yes. people who do maths tutoring for gcse students it's like this is really is a collection mm. a broad, broad spectrum of, of just people who i think can offer the community something and 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 what what i think well this was laura's idea which i loved she was like it has to be quarterly onboarding so you don't just be like yeah. anyone can join and turn into like an Etsy or not on the selective. high street it has to be like very selective can can we help this company what can we do for them how can we develop them how can we build them how can, and work with everyone on a granular level and I think by doing that people really appreciate it I think a lot of the feedback I've got is like oh, I used to be here but I was lost on their marketplace and I'm like yeah and I think with a lot of places that are similar you don't get that you're you pay to be on the platform but you don't get that level of attention mm. Um, mm. and also it isn't selective so anybody can go on there and uh, like you're saying mm. you just get lost so yeah. how are you supposed to kind of yeah grow yeah exactly that um and I do, that's the thing i don't want to saturate the site with like tons of different people i just want to make it very very small do do you know yeah. seasonal onboarding and make it kind of more niche and boutique so yeah that that's that's kind of my main that's what's been going on in my mind right now uh, just 24 seven thinking about that all the time I, I'm just so desperate for that to, to to take off we yeah because it's been you know it's been a tough few months for us hasn't it like in terms of everything with work slowing down I think it's and been really the impact really of COVID. yeah though. like 
I don't think there's really been that many people that have... I mean, I know a lot of people who are doing fine. A lot of people are like, oh, it really yeah. affected me. And some people said, you know, a few people have been like, oh, it's picking up now. I'm like, it's starting to pick up for us, which is good. But I've never been this scared before about, you know, everything in terms of like, you know, where we're at and our future and stuff like that. One thing that really, one thing that really kind of perplexes me is that like, I work for magazine companies and a magazine might get, you know, say like, or Heat when I worked there, they had about 100,000, say people would read that magazine a week. So if we get a video with like 70,000, it's bizarre that like, that video like even though you're getting the same amount of people watching it you can't monetize like there's no there's no you can't make money from it it's such a weird place to be it's like how is that how does that make sense how can you know everyone how could all these people want to advertise in a magazine and the magazine make all this money yet you can get as many eyeballs but you make nothing it doesn't seem to yeah, it doesn't seem to make sense to me. But I'm I don't really idiot. know where you're going with that, so I'm just well, letting you go this into is a little frustration hole thing. <laughs> this is a frustrating thing. It's like, well, we can make videos and they get they get okay views, and it's like, why? Why? I wish I could make them. I wish they could just be profitable, so we could mm. keep doing it. You know, I really miss making them, and I love making them, and it's just, I feel like financially, I, I just can't do it anymore, and it's just frustrating that it's the, that the way it is. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, because that's where my heart is at. Like, And all of this want feed stuff, I just want to get it to the point where we can support making videos and films, you know, in the future. That's what I want to get to. Yeah. Anyway, how's, how's <laughs> I don't your, know. I don't know how to change the subject from that. I'm like all oh, the doom and gloom of Steph Mitchell. I, I am quite doom and gloomy right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I am, know. I'm doom and gloomy right now. I'm. I'm not. I'm equally like you. I'm not in a good place. Yeah, I think it's just. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a little bit of a flat place because I, I almost just feel overwhelmed by everything opening up again, and it's almost had the opposite effect on me, where I don't really want to go out and I don't really want to like go to gym classes mm. and I, I forced myself to go to one today and it was great but now I'm home again I'm like oh I just really really love being at home you know you've got that was it agoraphobia no I feel a little bit like you know what's that syndrome is it called Stockholm syndrome when there's like a kidnapper and, mm. and the person ends up falling in love with the kidnapper I feel like I was forced to spend time in my house and I was like oh no and now I'm like but I like being in my house. It's like a little cocoon. Mm. Everything's safe in here. And like, yeah. I don't know, like socially, I just feel a bit like I've forgotten how to hold a conversation, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not, not forgotten how to hold a conversation. It's just that I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just, I really like 
being by myself. Mm. I really like it. And I feel like that's not very socially accepted to, to really enjoy your own company. No, I think it is. I think, but yeah, I was thinking, uh, maybe we are. We're, pay- we're quite social creatures, aren't we? Mm. Human beings. So to isolate yourself is a little bit weird. For, uh, Thanks. For <laughs> <laughs> no, considered to be weird in the wider, you know, wider, yeah, broader yeah. thing. But um, um, I think the the problem is, I I, I made a I made a scene in a vi- in a video a few a few a while ago about this, talking about how, uh, you know, you it's it's almost the price you have to pay for seeing all the beauty in 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 the world and seeing how. And appreciating it all is these down points here. You have to mm. go like there almost comes at a cost. Like you have to pay for that, and the payment is this: like going through the times which are hard, and and like I'm waking up with crazy anxiety again, um, and not able to sleep, like really worried about everything, and and then it's it's such a weird thing. But I know that it's part of the process. I have to go through that and. And and it's like I don't really want to find a cure for it, or I don't really want to find like, oh, I should do this, or I should get in cold showers no. more, or I should go do this more. It's like no, I just well, need no, to because, live in this and, yeah. and experience it. And actually, we give such negativity to those type of emotions because they are hard to go through. Mm. When actually, there's a reason why we as humans have a broad spectrum of emotions is because we're supposed to feel all of them. But we mm. just have these attachments to them where we're like, oh, that's a bad emotion. When I'm angry, that's a bad emotion. When I'm when I'm grieving or I'm sad, that's a bad emotion. And actually, none of them are bad. They are just very different and some of them are harder than others. Mm. Um, but we're supposed to feel them all. Mm. We're just, we just are. And, yeah. and we wouldn't know, like I was saying earlier, sometimes I don't realize how happy I am until I go through these periods where I feel down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, I was actually really content, really happy. Like, and then when you're not, you're like, oh, get me back to that place. But well, it's about like kind of appreciating when you are. Do you think we're synced? No. Emotionally synced? You and I? Yeah. No. No. So you don't <laughs> think when you're going through a down period, I go through one or when I'm going for one, you go through one. You don't think... Um, no, I find normally with you and I, it's it tends to be like one of us uplifts the other one, mm. if you know what I mean. Mm. It's quite rare for us to both have it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's more like one of us is always like a little bit less. Yeah. So like kind of in 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 a, in a dark place in the other person, so the other person can help the other person out. But I I, I think we're quite synced. I think we are. I think there's so much unsaid between us all of the time so much that isn't just verbally communicated so much through physical what's what's happening and what isn't happening between us that means that we pick up on each other's nuances mm. that means that we do sync without even almost realizing yeah it. i guess when you've well we've been together for nearly 10 years mm. now so you just sort when you live with someone for that amount of time you just know each other mm. like you just fall into this like comfortable place where you don't need to say to the other person oh i feel really shit this yeah, week yeah, like tell. the other person just knows mm. and then the other person just automatically kind of takes that role of okay well it's it's on me this week mm. i'm gonna mm. do these couple of extra things or i'm gonna yeah, yeah. uplift this person by doing this and it doesn't need to be said because you just know yeah yeah Although sometimes you don't know and I'm like, I'm so fucking <laughs> sad. <laughs> yeah. 
it's 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 funny, isn't it? But the good thing that the good thing about acknowledging it when it's happening is that you do acknowledge it when it's not. Mm. So we are very aware when we're happy. Yeah. This is a great day, or everyone says this has been yeah. the most amazing day ever. Or uh, yeah, I do find that you get these as well, don't you? Where sometimes there'll be certain like little tiny pockets where it could be like thirty seconds or a minute or something where I will feel so overwhelmed by happiness that I'm literally like tearing up. I'm mm. like, it could be the smallest thing, like it could be like me driving along with the kids in the back and. And I'm just like, oh my god, I've got a family, and like, mm. I'm lucky enough that I'm I'm driving a car to our house, um, mm. and just something really small like that, where you're like, fuck, actually, when you zoom out, that's like, what am I complaining about? I have everything I need, and I have a healthy family, and then I don't know, you just kind of, I kind of get really emotional. I'm like, oh yeah, like, why am I being like a wanky little bitch talking this, about this like is, this is oh the, God, poor this me. Is it. Like, you have these little voices in your head which can get so loud sometimes and they they'll ignore all of the beauty and the, mm. and the, the amazing you know just the, the the things that you should mm. be really appreciating shit man like we're living in our you know house yeah. that we got bought together and with our kids and everyone's healthy and good yeah. and everyone's you know enjoying it's life so and, easy to and, slip and, into that but then you instead you have this little voice being like well you know works quiet right now you've yeah. got much work and i think it's like it's like those it's a bit i was talking to jason about this it's everything can be looked at from a completely different angle can't it so and it's about flipping it on its head and being like how can i make that well yeah and it's like, it's like when somebody somebody could somebody could attack like somebody could come sit there and just dismantle me for 10 minutes and tell me why i'm such a prick and it doesn't mean they're wrong It'd be like well you probably have a point if you look at me from that angle that's fine mm -hmm. you got a point Everything could be looked at from that angle. Mm -hmm. Every design, every person, everything could be could, could be condemned, and 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 you could pour scorn. And that's why a lot of these kind of forums where people just go on and just you know are just mean about creators. Um, and um, I think what was the old one called? What's that one that used to have the gossip guru? Gossip guru, guru. Gossip I didn't even know like that. But they were they were just people go there and be so mean about everyone, really mean. And you'll be you'd be like you're probably right about all these things <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at it from that mm. angle and you could go through your whole life looking at everything from that angle and you'd be completely right. There's nothing to say you're wrong, but, but, you're it's, but why would you want to see it from that angle? Yeah, why and would you're you seeing do everything that? through your particular lens. Exactly. So and, to you, that is true. Yeah, and it's like you're choosing to look at it from that angle. Yeah. And I, I, I get it. Like sometimes like when I, like, I don't want to go on about reels again because we always seem to get really angry about reels, but I look at reels and I see these. I'm coming around no I'm you haven't heard around. that song that oh no song. no don't ruin it for me um anyway what i was gonna about to say before we started the reels chat um was that i find something that helps me when i'm feeling like cloudy and cluttered and just a bit negative and i don't want to sound like a preachy dickhead here but it genuinely really does help me is that i started doing a um a daily journal so it was five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening and I've actually fallen off the wagon a little bit in terms of like keeping up with it even though it's literally you can get it done in less than five minutes so in the morning you kind of say what you're grateful for in the evening you say three good things that mm -hmm. happened that day and I've fallen off the wagon a little bit and I do think sometimes that that doesn't help because I don't know, I was in the shower last night washing my hair and I could see out the window that the sun was setting and I was like, fuck, that's that's a really nice part of the day. I'm just washing my hair and I get to watch the sunset. Like, that's really cool. And then 
I don't know, something else happened in the evening. I think it was um, our son Grayson finally discovered a book that he loved and spent all evening reading, which never happens. Um, and I felt really happy because I love reading. And so I was like, oh, great. He's he's kind of finally realized why it's so magical. And so that was another good point that happened. And it kind of, I had to kind of count up these things that had just happened in the evening. And I was like, actually, even though I found today hard and stressful, these three things lifted the whole day mm. and then you can kind of turn it around to be like it wasn't a bad day mm. like it was it was a difficult day but great things happened and I think unless you're seeking out the good things and actually taking a moment to acknowledge that something good has happened rather than just like oh what's next or what do I need to do next yeah it doesn't really sink in and then you end up thinking that you've had a bad day I, when you actually haven't I think that's great advice you're basically saying live within this app live within whatever you're going through live within the the um the ebbs and exist with them and and if the voices are there just acknowledge them but also make sure that whenever something wonderful happens or incredible happens you mm. hold on to that you don't let that go so the voices as loud as they are they they, they shouldn't steal those moments they shouldn't mm. be able to kind of shout over those moments that are there that you can acknowledge and be like okay well f you little voices i got that moment i got that beautiful sunset i just saw while i was washing my hair mm. and uh, you know and, and and that's an antidote to those kind of annoying little kind of tedious yeah, voices that and are it constantly could, berating it's, you. It's funny though, because I find the more you acknowledge that type of tiny little moment or, and it's always things that don't cost anything, you know, like mm. just things that you notice that, that are just beautiful or mm. something that you might feel in a certain situation or whatever. If you really kind of acknowledge them, then that's what you remember about the day. You don't remember, like, I mean, well, actually I do remember, but I'm trying not to remember the tantrum that my three-year-old had about which direction we needed to walk around the park. And it was really stressful. But I'm I kind of trying to kind of remember that day as the sunset mm. and the, the book situation rather than like, oh God, that morning, I got whinged out all morning by a grumpy three-year-old, you mm. know? Yeah it's 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 i think it's we're just a byproduct of how we've been you know brought up by in society and mm -hmm. and the way we're taught you know what we place value on mm -hmm. and what we what we're taught that brings us value and brings us happiness and we just and, and i think there's a that's why people struggle so much is mm -hmm. because we're conditioned and we're basically turned in we're basically marketed we're basically made to be little consumers yeah like consume 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 and I think that there's a problem with that because we just grow up feeling so unsatisfied. And also, like, we're told from the minute we're young children, oh, what do you want to be? What are mm. you going to be when you're older? And it's like, why mm. do you have to be one specific thing? Why do you have to define yourself? Why do you have to attach that label to yourself and be one thing? And yeah. there's so much pressure on it. As a young child, as a as an 18 19 year old there's a lot of pressure around that in your early 20s there's so much pressure to decide what you're going to be and what you're going to do with your life and it's like but i find that when you say oh i met somebody or this girl i'm like what does she do i yeah. always want to know that straight away and i think that's just a, a human being's way to we like to try and understand the person understand who they are or kind of mentally kind of make a picture of that person mm. and and understand what they are and who they are whereas you know it's, it seems like such a a ridiculous question to ask you know what do they do who are they oh they're a lawyer straight away bang i know exactly kind of 
where they are in my head, what they're going to what they're going to be like, what they're kind of what yeah, you make think assumptions about based make, on com- the label. Yeah, exactly, completely just going to ju- and and I can't help that. It's just an mm. inherent thing that you do. Like if a girl says, oh, "I met a guy," what does he do? You know, straight away, yeah. or, um, you know. And it's just so people can really kind of make those assumptions and understand a bit more and paint that visual picture. Mm. Like I it, just find it frustrating though. I think being a parent and and almost sometimes you catch yourself before you do it where you're like no don't put that pressure on a seven-year-old mm. child like just because you like drawing doesn't mean you have to be an artist yeah, or like yeah. you don't have to do something productive with it you enjoy it you're mm. good at it you enjoy it you yeah. don't have to turn it into something you know like just be a human just be although i do always thinking that just change the subject a bit today but grayson loves drawing and he's drawing these little bookmarks <laughs> he's doing this little bookmark and turn i was like but the thing is yeah i was like well you done these. Little, I, I couldn't figure out why this would. Again, it's one of these things where you could look at it from a different angle, and I'm like, well, I'm trying to look at these things from different angles and see what angle could be like. That's the right that you. I should dignify that angle. But anyway, no, he he he's drawing these bookmarks and he does these little kind of drawings, and they're really cool. And I was like, you should sell them. I got an art website. I could do a little Grayson bookmark mm-hmm. section, and then you could earn some like pocket money, or mm-hmm. you know, put it in the bank or whatever, and you could buy some stuff with it. He was like, yeah, but then I was like is that okay to do that? <laughs> is there any angle that you could, on some little shitty website no, where you're I like, want to hate everyone, look at it from an angle and be like, him. look what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll obviously take a commission. I mean, it's, <laughs> shut up, you're such a dick. <laughs> I let him shop, set up a little shop outside the house once before COVID. Yeah, it's a bit And like he made that. those little, he, he drew a load of pictures and he sat out there with a little table and chairs and, people paid him but i reckon i reckon he'd get a but i mean he said a bookmark like you know a couple of quid each um then uh you know then then he might be like oh i got a i got i got the uh, you know i paid for my toy or yeah 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 um i think it's fine as long as it's innocent and it's it's genuinely going to him i don't think he'll sell many though because i think we think they're good because we're his parents honey (laughs) i think people have watched him since he was a little baby he'd have a little one of his hand-drawn bookmarks i love that what a cute little thing to have, like a little kid's bookmark in a book. Yeah. I think it'd be a great thing to do. I think I'm going to we'll get do it. it then. I might do it with him. I might do it like, a, um, yeah, do it with him and see, 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 yeah, and hope that I, some somebody can't look at it from a particular angle and think that I'm being oh, mean. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> that's my mum's, that's what I say to mum. You know what the weird thing about a job is I hate, I can't do it. I the, We've done this for so many years. How many years? Eight nine, years? Nine, eight or nine now. years. I still cannot deal with people being mean to me. I cannot deal with it. And I've not got a thick, I've not, I can't rise above it. I can't got a thick skin. It I feel like I've got thick skin. Me. Yeah, you have. I don't, I'm just, I get really upset still. I'm like, why are you being mean? Like people, when people are mean, to, when people are mean, I'm like, it's really It's weird me. though, because I'm, I would say you're really confident, generally speaking. And I'm not a confident person. Like, I feel like I'm confident with who I am, but I'm not a confident person, if that makes sense. So it's weird that like, for me, I'm like, no, that doesn't affect me and um, whereas with you it affects you and I, I expect it to be the other way around do you know what I mean I was reading something the other day actually which is very true it's like I'm, I'm gonna I, I highlighted it in in my kindle because I thought that's 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 a nice statement but it said basically I'm gonna bastardize it here because I can't remember how it was worded but it said you project so much of who you are in your life to people that eventually you start believing that projection mm. So th- I think that's what confidence is. I think confidence is a projection. It's like being like, I'm really confident. I'm really confident. And then people think, oh, well, that person probably has a reason to be confident if they're mm. really confident. You're not, but you project it so much that you start to think that yourself. Like, well, maybe I am this confident or maybe I am like, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And I, But I don't think inherently you believe it. You just think I'm the same idiot as everybody else out there. Mm. But you're just presenting something 
that eventually after enough, a longer enough period of time, you start to believe yourself. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, because I don't inherently think, you know, I don't, I'm not, com uh, in many ways, I'm not confident, you know, I'm extremely, academically, I'm extremely unconfident because I had so many years of being, you know, of school proving that I was an idiot, being like, look how badly you're doing, look how badly you're doing. That's, a, that's one thing that frustrated me so much about academia was just a constant reminder that you're thick. It's <laughs> like, look how thick you are. You go the next day, oh, I can't wait for school. Look, here's another test to prove you're thick. Here's another test. You're like, <laughs> I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Every day, like being, you know, struggling. Uh, yeah. So, so, so academically, I'm extremely unconfident. I don't think I'm very clever at all. Um, but there's are there's a certain things that I I can do, like I suppose making videos and understanding um, frequency based production where people mm. how people connect to something on an emotional level and how you can um i don't know it's a, I suppose it's a bit like songwriting or something like that it's, it's just a way of seeing the world through i think i think with you i think you just don't you, you just don't have that not like your brain just works differently mm. to mm. someone who is more academic you know like you're just wired differently yeah you're but... wired in a more like creative way yeah which like a more artistic way yeah and which I... isn't really championed in terms of like schooling in mm. lots of schools it is but generally speaking in like primary which is i'm guessing like generally what you're talking about when you go into primary and they're teaching you the basics they're not teaching you art really like arts for fun you know mm. they're teaching you maths and yeah. science and all this stuff and that's all the stuff that i think as a creative person you might not really retain yeah but because you're not interested in it the problem is maths if you know how to do maths and you can create some incredible stuff like so this if you're a good mathematician and you turn your hand to art you can use that well maths my to, friend to write scripts to make some amazing stuff to uh teenage boys eventually who are learning math so i mean you can always do it alongside them yeah. it's never too late <laughs> it is too late honestly it, no, won't sink in. it won't sink in it's for me it's it just won't it won't sink into my brain like it just won't it's it won't yeah but uh no i think i think that could be a lot a, a lot of what it's to do with just the case of presenting something and then believing that pre presentation and and that's when you know when i was younger and sometimes yeah some guy some um you know every now and again a guy might say look steph how do you manage to have a girlfriend <laughs> all the time <laughs> be careful how i say this uh, and and how do you have that confidence to go just to talk to girls and i was like we just you've got to I suppose I just, this is my how I did it. You've got to basically do it. How do I, just, how do I say this without getting in trouble? <laughs> you've got to have the you've got to basically go up and talk to somebody and understand that if that person doesn't like you, then that's okay because not everyone likes you know broccoli. But that doesn't mean it's not nice. Oh, that was a terrible way of describing. I'm just trying to wear myself. I did out of this say hole. something similar to Grayson the other day. I can't remember <laughs> what we were talking about. Just friendship groups at school, I think um he's seven and a half by the way for anyone new listening our son and we were just talking about it and and I remember saying like I think at school you have this because it's such a small well it's not small it's like 30 people in a class but that's your world when you're that age and everything matters to you and I, I just remember trying to explain to Grayson that like not everybody is going to get along and gel with each other and mesh well together people are gonna have different ideas and opinions and not want to play the same games and mm. 
and and things like that but that's fine you just gotta go with it you can't force people to like you or to think like you or Mm. to you can't change another person to be who you want them to be to be more like you so that you like them more you know yeah which a lot of people that was really badly explained i think a lot of people do that when they go into a relationship they're like ah i can work on this person and it's like no you can't mate (laughs) some people want that challenge though don't they some people love that challenge no they they, they want to not for me yeah not for me either (laughs) no right anyway honey let's round this up okay thanks for listening everyone thanks for getting to me we're only gonna do 20 minutes we end up doing 40 45 roughly no now i've got to go do some work okay right thank you very much for listening listening, go and check out the florida project and hannah's book what's it called again City of Girls. City of Girls. Uh, let us know what you think on our social media. And yeah, thanks. Bye, Have everyone. Have a great week, everyone. See Bye. ya. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com Claude today.